0: Welcome to the Iceman, a podcast presented by Tuned Up Custom Rods. Hey, John. Hi, Dan.
1: How's it going? Great. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm still still part of the Iceman podcast. Yeah, we we both are here
2: for the Iceman. Did <laughs> the I say
0: Iceman, Iceman again? Yes. Sorry. My phone started
2: ringing as soon as I got that. I Sorry. know. Sorry. You know, 56. You're going to get it. <laughs> what uh, show is this? This top? is 57. 57. Oh, okay. So 58. You're going to nail it. No, no. This is 56. This is this 56.
1: 58? 59. We got a couple in the can, so it's a little loose. So we have absolutely no clue what episode this is. We just released 55 and then TBT yeah. on the next ones. So this could be 56, 57, or 58? Correct.
2: Okay. Or well, welcome be, to if you're that. listening to this, it made it on air. Okay. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> it's going to be one of those numbers. Uh, it's cold. It's
0: uh, going to be freezing uh, temps again soon, but there's a little warm up for
2: Thanksgiving, so we better release this quick because we're I'm talking. I'm seeing about low single digits this week.
0: Yeah, but look at next week; it's supposed
2: to get warming Yeah, but go to Wonderground weather. That's the one you want to look at. Wonderground. Have you been on Wonderground before? No, I go to the weather. So go right com. now on your phone. Pull up Wonderground and go to the ten day forecast. That's the best way you can see what the temps are going to do. Wonderground. A riveting radio here. Have you? Do you know? You know Wonderground, don't you? Tim? No. Well, John searches. Do you know it? I've heard of it. I have have an iPhone, so. (laughs) So you can't access the (laughs) internet on your iPhone? If you go to Wonderground and you click the 10-day forecast, there's, instead of just numbers, there's graphs. And it shows the temperature graph and you can see the freezing line, and you can see how much of the time is going to be above freezing. And it's just a teeny amount of time that's going to be above freezing. Oh, so
0: actually what'll probably help, it'll melt a little bit of the snow or yeah. firm it up and make the ice a little bit uh, easier to Or at
2: least it won't damage what's already there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've been talking to people in Ashland, Wisconsin about their ice conditions just because that area does freeze up a little early, and they're, they're not seeing much, much for ice yet. Well, but, Dan, we have, a, we have a guest in the studio. We do.
2: Again. Ryan, how you doing? Good. How about you guys? Good. So we got Ryan from Freedom Bates. we well, Aren't you going to
0: butcher his last name?
2: You dick. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to say it because I'm going to screw it up. I, I you should, do it, John. I should text it. You do it. Gabrood? Yes. Yes. I knew you could do it, John. I, I just laugh because you, you've I'm gun shy. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've made a mistake and I'm trying real hard not to. <laughs> it's like the way I refused to uh, call my father-in-law by his name. Because I was always just too intimidated, so I just waited till he looked at me before I talked to him. What, what was his name? Dan's Classic, classic Lion. When,
1: when we were kids, it was, anytime he got a phone call, it was, hey, how's it going? Hey,
2: how's it going? Hey. I still say
0: that. Yeah, you do. And you say, bye. Hey. Bye. bye. How's it going? Yeah. I'm a
2: pleasant
1: guy. No, that's just not saying someone's name okay. for fear of butchering it. This,
0: I don't, this, I'm not good with names. <laughs> this weather app kind of sucks because I I got shoes for all or I got ads for small birds, all birds shoes. It pulls and then Florida officials will once again feed wild manatees to start. To <laughs>
2: it pulls off the same
1: information from weather.com. Anyway, but, the, but I think the, the headline is it's getting cold already. Right? Yeah, it's getting cold.
0: Yep, it's, it's getting, getting cold. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about like uh, what Freedom Bates has got going on this
2: year. Ryan, you said that the orders are starting to pile in, huh?
3: Yeah, they're starting to now that it's getting cold and now that people are actually seeing snow on the ground, the orders are starting to to go. Um, probably the same thing with you guys seeing on tuned up, you know, the orders are starting to not just trickle in, they're starting to, you know, you're not getting the onesie, twosies, you're getting five, six, seven, eight, nine at a time. Yeah, so, they kind of lump in. They don't they don't just trickle in. They Yeah. And with the Hardwater Expo going on this weekend, granted, we're not there with a booth. Um, For whatever reason, that is kind of like the launching pad. I've never understood why, but for Minnesota, the Hardwater Expo in Blaine happens to be kind of like a launching pad. It was the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show forever, but now it's kind of Adrenaline Sports does one. Now you got the Hardwater Expo in Blaine, and then you got the big one in St. Paul. But that one's kind of everybody is like looking for a deal so to speak and the hard water is kind of more of a kickoff because it's right at the end of deer hunting and it's right before thanksgiving where there's kind of a lull and you really don't have a whole lot to do and i think that's why that show is done so well well and it's it's the last weekend of deer hunting for a lot of people in the northern part of the
0: state but southern right. part of the state they're done they're done already we're so we're done too yeah, it's uh, it's
2: kind of a convenient thing. Does it Wisconsin start this weekend? Uh, I I believe it does because it goes through so. Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, I think it does.
2: Yeah, they're later. Yeah, are you going to have a booth at St. Paul?
3: No, no, we won't have a booth at St. Paul this year. Um, we've done. We'll end up doing a couple of more smaller venues, like um the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I'll be down at Oak Hill in Milford, um down by Lake Okoboji. Uh, Just talking about the baits down there, Um, Oak Hill sells our baits, so we're down there supporting them. Um, We've done a little bit more of that, supporting the little smaller stores that are putting on ice events. Um, Seems to be working out well for us for now. Um, The St. Paul Show and the Hardwater Expo are obviously in the mind frame. Um, It's just not right now is not the right time. Sure. Sure.
0: Well, it's it's what people don't, I mean, a lot of people in the industry are like, "Oh, you should go to all shows." It sounds great in theory, um, but sometimes you don't you physically can't keep up with online orders, in-store orders and, you know, going to shows because it's almost like you have to have three separate inventory piles, correct. buckets and try to make it work for everything and then trying to staff a show is a little bit more difficult than it has been, you know, 3 4 years ago.
3: Yeah, and that's the other thing that I mean, we put out a message to the pro staffers. Okay, what are you guys thinking about? You know, what type of shows do you guys want to do? And a lot of them want to do those smaller, intimate, in-their-backyard type of a show. Instead of, I mean, for example, some of my pro staff guys would have to drive six hours just to get to the St. Paul show. Mm. Uh, that, with gas prices nowadays, that, that's a lot of money for, you know, a three-day weekend. Yep. Um, and you you may or may not make it. I mean, you might make money, you might break even, you might lose your ass. And that's just a reality of a show is you don't know going in how well you will do or not do. And like John was saying, you got to have an inventory for online orders while you're at the show. You got to have the show inventory and then you've got to have your wholesale inventory, which is going out to your retail stores. So you basically have three different levels of inventory just to do one show. Mm Mm-hmm. And not including the expense of being at that show and everything else that goes with it. it's People are like, oh, it's easy to be in a show. You just got to bring your inventory and sell it. Well, no, there's there's a lot of logistics behind being in just one show.
0: Well, and I mean, I, Ryan, we've worked shows together. Many times. When you work nine to five at a show, it's really six to 10. Yeah. People are like, what do you mean? I said, it's like three hours before, three hours after. Oh, yeah, at, easily. I mean, normal. Sometimes, yes, you can roll in an hour before, but that is like everything went perfect that day. You're not worried about anything. Right. That doesn't happen anymore for me. No. I think I lose about six months of my life every show. Well, on the other thing- So I've done 12, 12 years straight. So I probably am six years older than I really should be or six years closer. <laughs> Let's go six years older.
3: <laughs> well, and that's the other thing that people don't realize. They're like, well, you're just hanging out at a show talking to people. Well, you're standing on concrete all day long. You're not sitting down. You're not eating food. That's worth a crap. You know, oh, so it's, it's got caloric intake, but well, you, you, yeah. pay, you pay for it. Right. Exactly. But and then it's the meetings after the shows, you know, you're out to dinner with clients or customers or pro staff or whatever. It's never just the show ends, oh, we go all go back to our hotels or go back to our rooms it's, or our houses. It It's not like that. And people don't realize the fact that there is so much more that goes on at each show than what pe- the average person walking the show even com- comes close to comprehending. What, is it, what does it cost to have a booth at a show, just out of curiosity? it varies a lot um the hard expo is probably one of the cheaper ones around adrenaline sports isn't really expensive
0: adrenaline was like 400 bucks for a
3: 10 by 10 booth and i think
0: i mean four four there's always a i should say it's 400 dollars plus probably 200 bucks for all the other stuff yeah you know, wi-fi internet. electricity yeah, and depends yeah. on what you what you truly need you have to right. pay for the utilities yeah i usually you yeah. have to pay for power you yeah. know 50 to 100 bucks It's well worth it. It sounds like people are like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm like, no, because they run a power box to you. You don't have to worry about bringing 400 feet of extension cords. Right. Keeping a generator.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. Just just humming in the the background the whole time. Yeah, because, I mean, St. Paul, obviously for the sportsman shows that any of us would primarily go to, that would be the most expensive one um, because you're in a premium spot. That drives a lot of the cop price too is how much foot traffic is going to come through that door. The more that the show anticipates coming through the door, the more money they're going to charge you for your square footage. Like TuneUp has got a corner lot. That's that's a premium spot. Yeah, we have a in,
0: quad corner booth, and we yeah, had
3: we that's a premium booth space. Patient, in any show. Yeah,
0: we patiently waited for that booth for quite a few years. Yeah, because we then, were always on the
3: second floor. Yeah,
0: we had to wait till Dickies on Malax. I think the guy either retired or. Closed up shop or maybe something. Maybe passed away before we got the other the third spot. So we had an L, and then Agate Bay dropped out one year, and we got her spot within hours um, of the close the closing of the show. But and we're so, still tight in that booth. Oh, I would love you know a six by three or a six by two, so you'd have almost thirty feet by twenty feet. That'd be pretty ideal. But maybe someday. Someday somebody else has got to move out of
3: there. Yeah, because the first booth that you and I did together was only a 10 by 10. And we did it. We were up in the top. Tell way. me the story about you guys doing booths together. I don't know about this.
0: Ryan used to work for Tuned Up. Yeah. He was, was our the first
2: employee. Sales guy. Yeah. Did we talk about that before?
0: No. I don't think we've ever heard the history of Tuned Up custom rods. Do you
2: remember hearing that, Tom? Because I'm sitting here thinking I do Freedom not. Bates has been at the show this long. No, 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 no. I, so, so I don't so, know the
0: story. Go ahead. walk. It I back. don't even remember how we really met because it's been.
3: Oh, I can fill you in on that part. So, so I, he
0: remembers stuff more than I do.
3: So John and Adam were at the St. Paul Sportsman Show, not the ice show, but the we actual. were with
0: Blue Ribbon then.
3: Yes. You guys were uh, the Blue Ribbon. And I was working the Leroy's Custom booth because I was in the automotive industry at that point in time, and I was the sales manager for Leroy's Customs, which used to be across the street from you guys. Do they move? Yeah. That's not Leroy's anymore? No. 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 Leroy's, they sold the franchise part of it to somebody else. Yes. But I think Todd's out of it? No. Todd is now working for Automotive Concepts now. I was wondering where that
2: signed Leroy went.
3: Yeah. So Leroy's and Automotive Concepts merged somehow some some way however however they decided to do it but I was working the Leroy's booth and Todd and I were talking about I kept breaking the custom rod I had at that point in time and I'm not going to say the person's name because he's no longer alive so it doesn't matter and then I think Adam walked up behind me must have heard me saying about it and so I started describing to John and Adam this is the type of rod I'm looking for and they made me an open water rod and I had a bunch of people start asking me, about well, where'd you get that rod? You know, who made it, whatever. And so I came back to John and Adam. I'm like, you guys want a sales guy? And that's kind of basically how it all started is that I would take ice rods, literally go out on a lake. We would announce on Facebook that I was going to be on a lake with rods and I would never come home with rods. A lot of times I even sold my reels because people <laughs> were buying the rod and the reel. And that's kind of how it how I got started with Tuned Up. Yeah, we did a lot of events local here and just, I mean, it was... Guerrilla marketing. Real old old
0: school guerrilla. Like I'd drop off orders at people's houses. Yep. And then, so it was...
3: I mean, we were meeting people all over the place.
0: It was in my house. And I remember my wife was... It was
3: in your basement.
0: Pregnant with my son. Yep. And she was like... Because there's customers in all the time. My house was not a it was not a home it was a zoo cuz my it was a split level downstairs in the basement there was a room full of rods there was an office and then the entire shop was in my basement yep and i had like five people working for me at that time i mean it was we were wrapping rods all the time i remember when we cleaned out that furnace what before i moved it was packed with thread <laughs> the whole like under, i mean it was just like if any kind of spark it would have burned down the entire house um but yeah then we moved to our first shop
2: in the basement of a... That building's not there anymore either. either. No. Nope, that was no.
0: that was condemned because it rained and the the roof plugs, um, the, the drains in the roof actually plugged completely and there was four feet of water on top of the roof and it started raining through the walls. <laughs>
2: and buildings aren't supposed to do that. No. Uh, no.
0: It was actually pretty wild. Like you, you would go there and it would be raining in the building mm-hmm. at, on like a 90 degree day. Mm-hmm. It was
3: real strange. I'm,
0: that's where I first met you in that building.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: that was an interesting building.
3: Yeah, because you guys started with the one suite and then you kept expanding it. Yeah, and
0: that yeah. was we had stuff all over. There yeah. was stuff upstairs, downstairs. I had a suite office in that one though. I had like the corner office and I had two. It overlooked the,
3: the woods and the softball field. Yep, that was
0: probably the <laughs> coolest office I've ever owned in my entire life. But it was also like four above in there all the time. You should have had a scarf. <laughs> Once again, Tommy wore a scarf tonight. <laughs> it's a good look. I actually opened the garage door because it was so hot in here earlier. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, Ryan worked for us for six-ish years, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the kind of the
2: groundbreakers in the company. I'm digging back in old, tuned-up Facebook pictures right now to see if I can find you. You got to be in here.
3: Yeah, there's some out there. It's gotta,
0: there's got to be some. There's some really old shop pictures that... Yeah, have people that.
2: Well, I mean, I've got one here that's got Patrick and Patrick on it p- patches.
0: Yeah, but we when we were up in the top, um, we were right next to Stryker's booth. That's how we got introduced with Stryker. Um, There's some pretty cool, pretty cool people that we met. I mean, over the course of 12 years, I've this industry has really opened their arms to what we've done and changed and believed in. And I've made some really, really cool relationships over the last uh,
3: over the last 10, 12 years. Well, and it's gotten to the point now when, I mean, and this is probably the same thing for you too, John. When you go when I go to the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show or I go to the Hardwater Expo, and I'm not trying to pound my chest, it's a giant networking event for me mm-hmm. because it's because of tuned up, because of owning Team Extreme and because of doing the Derby and because of Freedom Baits and the different things that you and I have both done in the industry – you get to meet a lot of different people. I mean, you know, getting tied up with Coats RV when they were still Coats RV for the Derby and doing different things like that. You just get to meet people from different aspects of the industry. It's not just the jigs, the rods, the reels, the fishing lines. It's the different pieces. Um, like that bottle opener I showed you guys when I first got here. I mean, that guy makes hand makes decoys, spearing decoys. It's a lost art. There isn't a whole lot of people that do it anymore, and let alone... I don't know if there's a whole lot of people that even know that they're actually still handmade. made. Well, and I think a lot of people have given up on like spearing and, right. and fishing standard tip ups. And,
0: you know, I mean, some of that, like, I, I it's man, more of a traditionalist, no, no offense to anybody. I'll, I'll throw some beaver dams out once in a while, just because I don't know, it's really peaceful mm-hmm. there. It, it's something about them. I mean, I had my kid catch a couple of fish on tip ups last year because I told him, I said, you know, this is, this is how we used to do it. This is, right. it's a very different approach. It's very simple. It's more for, in my mind, the way we used to fish was more for food. Yes. It wasn't like it is now.
2: Got a big old pike here, looks like.
3: <laughs> what year is that? <sighs> I don't remember. Is that you? No, that one's oh. not me, but I know who it is. But that's a That's really not real, you? No. no. Well, criminy. It says no. Ryan. Yeah. I'm look, I'm I was look, I'm tagged like, in it, but it's not me. And I remember <laughs> when that happened because- it's, Everybody, That's 2014. Yeah, <clears throat> I was tagged as me and it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> That's funny because <laughs> that picture shows up every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know why. We don't know who this guy is. No, I don't remember who he is.
0: Well,
2: Corey B. Reimer published that
0: picture. Oh, Corey, we should have him on because that was the he was our first web guy. We didn't know anything about websites back then.
2: You weren't a part of this picture, were you? That. Three amigos walking through the nope. snow. Nope, I was
3: not up there for that event. That was uh
0: the the very first striker photo shoot. Yep. And yep. I honestly can tell you that was one of the wildest things I've ever done for two days.
3: Is that the one that you guys did up in Ely? Yeah, we went up that.
0: with Steve Foss, Ross, who yep. wears uh mucklucks all the time. Yep. And he he drove us out to somewhere in Burnside. He drills a hole in the middle of the lake, takes a five gallon pail full of water, and he's like scoops. A cup of water. He's like, You want some water? I'm like, I'm not drinking burnt burnside lake water. He's like, it's fine.
2: And then he had homemade beer. That's not you, is it? No, that's Reed Teaglin. You gotta go further. This is the bottom. I'm no. at the bottom. That's twenty thirteen.
0: That's that's not that's I
2: mean, there's a couple of pictures of the booth with nobody in it. Well that was probably because there was only like two of us or three of it us at the time.
3: the time. Yeah, it was me, you and Adam and then um, it, it was your upsta- wife. it was
2: upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Here's the booth. This, I'm sure this is what you remember. Well, yep.
1: I'm thinking yep. that Yep, that's the booth. Tuned up predates like a Facebook page.
0: Well, yeah. E- Look at the quality
2: of that photo. Yeah. yeah.
0: That was taken on like a Nokia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it was probably <laughs> taken on the BlackBerry cuz I had a BlackBerry forever and I would have kept it
2: but the button stopped working. That was in 2011. Yeah, because I is, had a
3: flip phone when we were in that first. Yeah, boot. so that's. I mean, <laughs> that tells you how old this stuff is. <laughs> I
2: think you said this was your first, your first show. This in the ice tent when you're selling open water rods. This is you and Adam. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, we were selling open water rods on the ice. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of comical now. We sell ice rods, <laughs> and I met them during not the summer,
3: long after that. Yeah, that was.
0: Well, this looked, is the original I looked picture. I like I was 12. <laughs> you were 12. Uh, I was 24 Wait,
2: years old. You gotta, we should post that picture. That's This Can't. is the first post on Tuned Up's Facebook page. What happened to the specs?
1: You got LASIK? I something? got LASIK, yeah. Oh, I got okay. LASIK
2: uh, right before my son was born, so I got LASIK like 10 years ago. Actually, I'm sorry. The first one was that picture of the, sh- of the up-top booth. booth. There was more pictures back then, though. I wonder if Facebook starts to like... Well, you know, these are all the timeline photos, so maybe there's other ones. I think you'd have to scroll back, but that would probably take you at least most of an episode to try to scroll
0: back through Facebook individually. Yeah. Let's take it back to the present. What's going on right now? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But yeah, so Ryan has worked for us, with us. um, I didn't know that. I
2: didn't know that that part of the thing. So that's interesting, because I was not tracking when you said you guys worked many shows together. So I was like, "Hmm." oh, yeah,
3: many shows. Yeah, I've worked a lot of shows, I feel like.
2: Well, I love the St. Paul show. I have a lot of fun there. It's the only show that Tuned Up's doing this year besides the Shields events. Yeah,
0: we didn't We didn't do Dakota. Dakota was last weekend. Which uh,
2: I really enjoyed doing Dakota last year. I did too, but... it, but the, it was a lot. The drive... Wasn't it a blizzard last year for you guys me. to drive up. Yeah, we had again this year, apparently. Yeah, I was guess it? it was just as bad. And it's hard because it's right in the middle of deer season. Yeah. And we yeah. both hunt. Yeah, I I would have hunted this year, but my kid got influenza and he was sick. Ooh
0: and i was not gonna leave him because he was he wanted to go hunting he tried to go hunting but he couldn't stay awake so i was like well he could have been quiet in the tree (laughs) (laughs) hacking and coughing no he never he never really got a too bad of a cough he was just he was throwing up for a few days yeah and 104 temperature so
2: yeah it's not fun he was he was real sick so what does
0: freedom have that's new and exciting um that we should talk about because so dan and um, Ryan, I fished with Freedom Baits all last year, um, kind of exclusively. And your bait seemed to last forever.
2: I feel like oh, I've I've told the story many times about the the sleigh fest on yeah, and your on one bonita, the, the one bonita <laughs> lasted the entire time. It was amazing.
3: Yeah. yeah um, so we get a lot of comp. <laughs> questions or compliments however you want to look at it about how soft the plastic is because people will play with it and go well this is going to tear off right away but then they have an experience like what you did Dan mm-hmm. where literally they're just beating down on fish with a certain bait it doesn't really matter the color but it could be you know the bait style whatever whatever was going on at that point in time and we hear that a lot And that feedback comes back to us quite a bit of people basically fishing half a day or full day on one or two pieces of some plastic And they're like, I don't get this. Well, it's a lot of it is in the proprietary formula that we use that's made for freedom baits. Um, So what we've got coming out this year is we've got the Frogman that we did a soft launch on last year is officially launching Saturday, December the 5th. It'll be on the Sportsman's Journal TV show And the video that goes with that show is going to be an absolute epic video because of what happens on the ice. I'm not going to create a spoiler alert, um, but what happens when Tyler is fishing is going to blow people's minds. You hear stories about things like this happening, but this might be one of the very rarest occasions that it's actually caught on camera. I have no idea what you're alluding to. You will see it on the show. When is the show? An alien spacecraft it? comes December fifth. <laughs> December fifth on the Sportsman's Sportsman's Journal TV show, and it airs on RUCO, um, FSN, Ballys. It's pretty much all over the Midwest, and it goes all the way down to I think they're in Nebraska, and going off to the east now as well. And it's something that you hear about, but you never actually see it happen, right? It's one of those fable tales that we all hear about in the fishing industry of, oh, this happened, and it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. This is this time it was actually caught on camera, and it's uh, you've got, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kinda curious because, <laughs> like like catching two
0: <laughs> bass on one lure is my one that I've only seen happen once in my life.
1: I'm thinking that this episode is probably going to drop right around that time, so be prepared to tune in as soon as you hear that. Yeah,
3: probably. Yeah. Huh. this will probably drop after thanksgiving do you have the well, honest, do you have the
1: video on your phone that you could just show us a preview
3: i do but i'm not going to uh, <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair so that's a that's long time to wait that's i'm the, intrigued yeah i, I was cutting. kind of surprised that it was going to launch the same weekend as a st paul ice fishing show but it is what it is well and if you guys are well, not, you, not
0: don't have a booth why not launch it and do some media because that's Honestly, that St. Paul ice show is usually the time where I'm really looking for what's new, what's hot, and kind of the kickoff to my buying side. Yep. Um, but I don't buy a lot of stuff early
2: in the ice season. I usually buy all my stuff in, like, May. So, I love the St. Paul show for things that you can put in a bag, you know? So, like...
0: I get in a lot Lures of trouble. I get a lot of trouble. Like, do you remember the Dakota how many of
2: those uh fish and the, more boxes? Fish and more box you got in so much trouble. you I thought your wife was gonna kill you. Did you, okay? The funniest the funniest interaction I've seen between the two of you.
0: <laughs> which which one of that weekend? <laughs> the last one. Oh,
2: where, where she, she was
0: like she caught you. What in the F are she you couldn't. buying more lure boxes? So we for? were right next to the fish and more box or booth. And if you haven't seen Fish and more Box, I mean I, I have a fanatical love with their boxes for jig and wraps they're uh 3700 open with custom cut inserts 3600 no i have 37s and 36s
2: okay you might have got i think they were only selling 36s there but anyways that's does. yeah a bunch of mind. them showed up at my house the next week Weird.
3: <laughs> um, amazing all that yeah. weird right they were
2: like they were like here
0: can you take two more boxes for free if you don't buy anything else because your <laughs> wife told us you can't buy anything and then i was like I'll pay cash
2: every like five minutes. He'd be over there buying more of them. And he bought all of them. Yeah. All of them. I literally bought their booth out and they're like, and his wife the whole time was like, you got it. She came to me and she's like, stop him from doing that. I'm buying him those for Christmas. Stop him from (laughs) buying those. So she
0: bought me more for Christmas. And she's like, I was like, Oh, now I got to
2: buy lures to fill all these. She's well, like, what? <laughs> she, well, she came around the corner. You were sitting there. Sne- you snuck over there to buy more boxes, and she came around the corner. <laughs> you didn't see her, and she's like, John. Yeah, I was the, like, John. Yeah! Yeah, was yeah, like yeah. The, the kid with your hand in the cookie <laughs> jar.
0: You got two cookies in your hands. You got four shoved in your mouth, and you're like, Mom just caught me. <laughs> <laughs> it and was I, really I funny. Couldn't, I couldn't say no. And the guy
2: was like, uh, these are free." And the f- I mean, those guys are like twenty-two years old. Oh they're, yeah, they're kids, and they're just like, "This guy is putting us through college." You <laughs> know, because
0: I came home, and I was like, "Man, that fishing more company. I spent a lot of money there on three different credit cards." Because my wife was like, she looked at the one, she's like, "You spent two hundred forty dollars on plano boxes." I'm like,
2: "Well, yeah, well, times Don't three. check your
0: Venmo, <laughs> <laughs> and don't check don't track your spare money in your wallet because <laughs> I've stolen everything.
2: That was so funny. But yeah, so, it was... What's the best way to buy Freedom, though? What, do you think website's still the best way to do it? No, well, I, you buy them at tunedupcustomrods.com. I, I said website. Or in-store.
0: Some <laughs> we had some dude at very late last night that bought a bunch of plastics. <laughs> I heard there's an Iceman promo code, too. <laughs> 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 yeah, you can use uh, Iceman on freedombaits.com. You could technically use Iceman on tunedupcustomrods. Freedom Baits with a Z. Yep. Yep. Even though my phone no longer
2: allows what's me that, to put an let Ryan answer. Sorry. <laughs> How do oh, you suggest people find you, Ryan?
3: Website. Um, obviously, we're in the Tuned Up store and on the Tuned Up website as well. Um, we're in Thorn Brothers here locally as well. And then uh, the Coon Rapids Sportsman's Warehouse, we're in there locally as well. Now, the unique thing is between all, f- all the different stores that are here just locally in the Twin Cities, nobody cares the same thing. Oh, Really? Yeah, it's kind of odd. Um, you, you would think that everybody would have the same stuff, but they don't. Um, we're also in Frankie's. Um, we landed in Frankie's this spring as well. So we're in Frankie's um, outdoors up in uh, Chicago as well. And there again, they don't have the same thing that everybody else does. Um, it's just kind of whatever anybody thinks that is going to work in their store. Um, that's what they order. We so, don't tell you what you have to order. So you
2: went and picked the skews you wanted to carry, John? Is that how that works? So here's how I picked out the Freedom Baits.
0: I went, okay, if I'm going to restock my tackle box, this is what I need. And that's how I bought them <laughs> in just smart dealer packs. It's actually just. So what are the things that we don't have here? Well, I don't know if I have a lot of Bonitas. Probably anymore. not. I don't Hmm. have a lot of frogmen because uh, some dude bought all of our frogmen. In one shot. In
2: one shot. Was it you? (laughs) He's shaking his head for the record. (laughs) He's nodding his head. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nodding his head.
0: No, I was shaking my head. Tommy (laughs) was absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) Customer's name, Nodge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have like a sample pack? I think that'd be kind of a good idea to get like a,
3: a pack of.
1: A Everybody, fish panfish variety. Yeah, right,
3: exactly. We don't at the moment. Um, that is something that we're looking at bringing back. We did it at one point in time, um, and then it got really difficult to get the little tackle boxes that we were putting it in.
0: Right. Well, uh, you were trying to do it during COVID, I'm sure, which was a disaster trying yeah, to get yeah. anything trinkets.
3: Yeah, that was an absolute mess. Um, I mean, granted, everything that we do for the plastics themselves, we source from the United States, but things like that, unfortunately don't come from the United States. So it was, we kind of shelved it because it was impossible to get the supplies that we needed to be able to do it. Um, I'm sure when you're like manufacturing, it's in batches too. So it's hard to
1: like pick things out of each batch and put them into a a Uh separate pack.
3: So basically how we do the production, which I've never really talked about with you guys before, is that we do it by color. Um, so we, we line up all our molds and they're on basically bench tops in, in vices and we shoot everything with what's referred to as a hand injector. So we look at inventory levels of, okay, school bus, um, is low, right? We're going to shoot the whole entire ray, no matter if we've got a ton of Hellcats, but maybe we've got very few Benita Minnows. We're going to shoot the whole ray in that school bus, in the pot system until it's gone. And then we'll move on to the next color, the next color, the next color, the next color. And that's basically how it goes throughout the whole calendar year is that we're just constantly rotating through the colors. Um, You know, the frogman bait's releasing December 5th. The new bait that we'll be releasing in the spring, again on the Sportsman's Journal TV show, is called the hornet bait. Um, And that will be the first bait that we release in two sizes. That's going to be a one-inch and a two-inch. So you're going to have your panfish, through your ice and then you're going to have your hard open water and the bait's been tested for about a year a little over a year now um and phenomenal results um you know the the hornet when tyler and sarah were using it uh to film the tv show it was what most of us would qualify as trophy size crappies 15 to 17 inches nonstop.
2: What's that one called? <clears throat> the Hornet. The Hornet. After
3: so, the after the fighter jet.
2: <clears throat> the Frogman's on your website now.
3: Yes. The yeah. Hornet is not.
2: Which, and what did you say? The Frogman's launching on December 5th? Yeah. Or the video of the Frogman?
3: The video yeah. of the Frogman is launching on December 5th. So we did a soft launch with the Frogman last year. We didn't really put any hype around it or marketing behind it. We just kind of let it sit there. Um, and people did order it and things like that. And you know, had success with it, and then Tyler and Sarah used it to do a, an ice fishing episode, which is the December fifth one. It's it looks kind of like a tadpole. Mm-hmm. It's got
2: maybe a little bit more legs than a tadpole would have, but it. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the website. You guys are just staring at me, so obviously I can't just <laughs> describe it perfectly to you. But no, it looks like a. It, I may or may not have. It some almost of those. looks like a tube with legs. It's kind of what it looks like to me.
3: Yeah, that. That would be a good way to describe it. It's kind of... Ryan's got a
0: box over here that I'm oogling and trying to keep my hands off of. Do you have any of the Hornets in there?
3: No, they are not in here. Have
2: we seen the Hornet yet?
3: Yes, you guys have.
2: You've seen it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I wonder if I have any. Uh,
0: I wonder if those samples came over. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I have a question. apologize to Tom, too. <clears throat> so I have a question. Maybe we should tease this <laughs> before the break, but... And I'm sure you're biased on this, but... Do you how often do you see after you've been in this business a need for live bait? Ooh,
0: let's break because I have some real big opinions about that lately. Okay. Sorry.
2: I actually I think I've changed my opinion from what I've been previously. All right, so we'll come back and we'll talk about live bait after the break. Yeah. And then um did I well uh, <laughs> Dan's having a stroke. No, I'm trying to see how I can say this without putting something in your mouth. Was there was there going to be some sort of giveaway? Did we talk about that? Yeah,
0: he's got a giveaway. So we'll, we'll tease that as well. I don't like when you put things in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, only
2: on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ah, we're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> well, you've set it up. Yeah. So after you the break, we'll it. talk about uh, the need. For, if is there still a need for live bait, or when would you find a need for live bait, and then. A giveaway that's coming up. All right. Ready, break. This is Dan from the Iceman here to talk about our sponsor, Tuned Up Custom Rods. Now is the time to get your order in so you can still get that rod in time for this season's ice. Make sure you use the promo code Iceman at checkout to save yourself 10% off your order today.
0: And check out Maluna Coolers, made in Minnesota. Awesome, epic coolers. Use the code Iceman for 15% off on your order. And then... We're happy to have Freedom Baits in-house right now, and then check them out online at Freedom Baits. That's freedombaits with a z.com Hand-poured, high-quality plastics that really meet a lot of needs. Do, do they have a promo code? Uh They do. It's weird. Dan, it's the Iceman. And I freaking love the Destroyer.
2: Which Iceman.
1: I, Iceman.
2: I caught a ton of crappies on the last two years. Well, if you are looking for a place to use those Freedom Baits and tuned-up custom rods, check out Ice Camp Outfitters as well because that is the premier place to spend the weekend in a comfortable ice shack on Lake Mille Lacs. Ice Camp Outfitters, icecampoutfitters.com. Use the promo code ICEMAN. You can save yourself 10% on right. your...
0: So, uh, bring your wife up there. Bring your girlfriend up there. Starlink not Satellite. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you can have so many trips booked. Yeah. <laughs> I, now they have Starlink apparently. I know. They have Starlink. Elon Musk is going to be uh, communicating with you. I can't wait to get up there. You know what would be cool to have on the ice? Elon Musk. Because I bet he would be the strangest, most overanalytical person on the ice. Or I bet, I he, bet he would have it. about a
2: half a percent of his concentration. He would, you would probably be with him, and he would be nowhere near interacting with you.
0: Yeah, because his brain waves and my brain waves are two kind of different spectrums.
2: No, I think you're similar to him. <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? Well, right now you're building rods in your mind. You're planning, how are you going to get the cork in? What are you going to, how are you going to get the rods down to the ice show? You're planning all kinds of things right now. You're not, you're, you're about your brain 60% shut off. You're at this table 60% right now.
1: I think John's doing addition and subtraction and Elon's doing calculus though. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. And I'm banging rocks together. <laughs> so <we're> not, <laughs> I feel a little better. No. I, was like, I was like, I am kind of
0: doing addition. <laughs> Actually, we're. Yeah, there there is some process in my head that's going on right now that I, I'm going to be excited to share in the next year, but I can't actually share anything about it because I don't even know if it works. It works in my head. I, I worked it out last night while I was sleeping between 1 and 4. I built a whole different structure of ice rods, like something that doesn't exist. Cool. But I don't know if it was just part of the dream or not. Hopefully we edit this out too.
2: No, that's yeah. going no, on. No, tell us more. Yeah, you
0: just <laughs> teased it. I, I can't. I can't. I can't even describe. I can't even describe it because it wasn't. It wasn't real. It didn't exist yet.
2: Tom Baker Custom Rods. We're taking the <laughs> idea. We're starting our own.
0: You're gonna have to jump in my head. We need
1: to. We need to in- in- inception this guy and let him think I that know. it's our idea right. first, right? Exactly. You got to put me in one of those. Get inside uh, his
0: mind. Deprivation tanks. The salt bath tanks, which I really would like to go. I would like. Total side note: This is probably way above what I would like to. Take some kind of hallucinogenic drug and go in one of those, those tanks, and okay. figure out where my dreams are. Have you seen that stuff? A hype like uh, we're getting A closer and closer to the Joe
1: Rogan experience. Mm-hmm.
0: Every show, <laughs> I know. I've been li- listening to it on Joe Rogan, and now it's like I want really, I really want to do this. John wants to go on an ayahuasca trip. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep, <laughs> I want to find my inner Indian
2: or something. Okay, yeah, let's do it. All right, and uh, up at ice camp this year. <laughs> this is going to leave me freeze my butt off. I'm going to
0: be. I, it won't be. A, I don't it, think it won't be a Joe Rogan. show. It'll be a Demolition Man because yeah. I will be a giant hockey puck frozen time. Twenty <laughs> blows is not the time to be. Well, if, messing if, with if, hallucinogenics, I don't think if it's got salt water in it, you're fine.
2: It, it won't freeze.
0: Yeah. I'll be the first cryogenically frozen man. <laughs> you just have to unthaw me in a, in a little while. I don't
2: think you'd be the first. If you remember, we had a guest on a few a uh, few episodes ago who's all about cryogenics. That's right. That's right. I don't know. I'm torn about that. I bet Charlie's got a head in his truck right now (laughs) on his way to to get it frozen or... Is about to be frozen. it has got Walt Disney and a Maluna. Ready <laughs> oh. <laughs> to go. That's so weird.
0: This, this is my <laughs> new business. I need 14 Maluna coolers stat. I need to keep everybody's heads cool.
1: That's what Maluna should make next, though, is a, uh, a, head a, head, a head cooler. No, 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 hold on, hold on. No, is one of those uh, ice baths, the gigantic
0: ice baths. That's an absolutely genius idea. Because if you build one big enough, I'd buy one. Right. Because there's a legit science to taking ice baths, at, or have you ever done like ninety days hard where you take ice cold showers every morning to wake yourself up? No, we are officially the the John Burbeck experience right now. Come on, guys! (laughs) You've never done that, or like you don't eat lunch for twenty five days or something like that. You fast to make your
2: mind clear. Tell us some more pseudoscience. Stuff. Oh, Jesus. I'd like to hear more about your nope. the ways you can fix. The hey, bodies. let's
0: talk about this giant freedom bait box. That
1: uh,
2: yeah,
0: and then we tease something as well. So let's uh, let's get do, into what it. What do we tease about the live
1: baits and then our giveaway? And we got oh, all kinds of yeah. Cool you stuff. guys
0: went deep in my head though.
1: Yeah.
2: How <laughs> we got to come back? To people the service. don't realize it's uh <laughs> It's not late, John. You can't give the excuse that it's being late.
0: I know, and I'm actually a little nervous because it's only 9:49 right now, and this is usually my power hour. To do a bunch of stuff. That's why my brain's so alert and awake right now. Let's talk about the giveaway first. Perfect.
1: What are we giving? We're gonna
2: do. We're gonna do a a teamed up giveaway. Yeah. We got tuned up at the table. Yeah. My pair pants.
0: What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) We're gonna give away a
2: (laughs) bullwhip. No, we're not.
0: Didn't we just? Oh no no no, Lord John. Oh my gosh. Can we start this episode over? (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. I'll walk you through this, John. Yeah here watch yeah go ahead and mute yourself that's a good choice (laughs) so ryan's generous enough to come here with a box of goodies from freedom baits that we're going to be uh giving away to one of our lucky followers and we're going to be using the the freedom baits box here which you got a fish towel a hat uh, whatever from what i can see here fish towel a hat a a stocking cap stocking cap a freedom let's be honest you've rifled through the box twice (laughs) a freedom baits branded line cutters decals awesome. decals and then just a bunch of, of of the best plastics you're gonna ever find yep this is and, an and awesome we're not box.
0: talking like you know four packs we're talking no, this is a, like this is a this is one of those giveaways where it's like i'm you know if it's i maybe apply a hundred times it'll be
2: this is a lot of stuff it's yep. going to be awesome and then to complement that we're going to be giving away one of tuned up's brand new just this year released fusion spring bobber rods
0: yes which does work very well with freedom plastics because uh you can see up bites really well especially that february time ish where um crappies become super negative bluegills become super negative uh where i've had scenarios where the noodle you can't even see them on the noodle or you're fishing super ultra light, two millimeters one millimeters you know small tungstens um so this is the ultimate pan fishing pack
1: basically let's call it that yeah pan
2: fish pack it's gonna be great so it's probably like what a $250
0: Two hundred and fifty dollar value, three hundred dollar value, somewhere in there. Probably. I would say pretty close to yeah. that. Yeah,
2: yeah, It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna. We're excited to be able to bring this to you guys. So thank you, Tuned Up. Thank you, Freedom. Super generous, and uh, it's nice that our our listeners are gonna get to benefit from this. Absolutely. So, so what do they have to do to? Yeah. So in order to get entered in this, we're gonna have details posted on the on the uh, Iceman socials. Yep, and, and this week. This will be post the St. Paul Ice Show. Yeah, this will be right after the St. Paul Show. We're hoping this episode drops right after the show. That's our plan. So you'll have to be liked and subscribed to the Iceman social page and the Freedom Baits social page and the Tuned Up Custom Mods social page. So three likes. Give it a like. Let's just say Facebook, okay? So... We've had people mad that they, we don't do it on both before, but we can just do. Does, that,
1: does it have to be both of those? Is what, yeah. I, is
2: what I'm saying. It's just easier. Yeah. What? Yes, what? Instagram and Facebook. You yeah. want? You okay. want both? Yeah. 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 All right, both. Yeah, we want both, Tom. We want both. We're making we're making big things. We're making meta money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meta. Can I mean, do you want to do Twitter too? No, I, I don't. Have tw- I'd have to start a Twitter account for all the pages, but all right. So like and subscribe to to freedom to tuned up to the iceman and we'll have details posted here on on uh on the social so you guys can see this coming and and we're gonna have pictures as well We'll pictures of all the products it's gonna be awesome so we can't wait to get that going out that'll be coming out like i said this show should drop just after the saint paul show and uh yeah it'll be awesome so thank you well should i should be all calmed down after the, (laughs) the saint Paul show. We should take pictures of that box from Freedom right now just in case. John will be coming down off his high. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> coming down off my three week uh, Ayahuasca trip. Zero sleep trip.
0: Sleep deprivation. John's
1: been trying to find every toad to lick around. No. Oh. <laughs> so, so, is, is this one? Get, will this one get me stoned? Is this the one? I don't know. I can't tell.
0: It's really hard because
2: it's like 30 <laughs> degrees outside and some of them are not toads. <laughs> Good gracious, John. <laughs> Good gracious. All uh, right. So let's go with the question that Tom teased. So. Ryan, do you find that there is time still when when um, live bait's the right choice?
3: I do, um, and that's probably going to sound a little weird coming from somebody that, you know, is making plastics. Um, you know, freedom baits, yes, I do use majority of the plastics that we make, but there is times where I still have spikes in the wintertime, I still have minnows in the wintertime, and there's times that I still have minnows and night crawlers in the summertime now it's not a very common occurrence um but there is times that they are in the boat or they are in the ice shelter um it's not very often um as i've gotten more and more used to using plastics over the years the times that the live bait that i have dwindles um the more confidence, and that's the big thing about plastics is you got to use different sizes, different baits, different colors, different brands, and get comfortable with what works for you. And that's the one thing I can always tell explain to people about plastics. It's a confidence thing more than anything in the world. you can go out one time and absolutely slam. You can go out the next time with the same color, same spots, and you might not catch a thing. But all of a sudden, you drop down a red spike and you catch a fish, you know? So it's a lot of it depends on what's going on with the weather and everything else. We all understand the the barometer and things like that. But plastics, when you're first getting into it, it's totally a confidence thing. You just gotta keep trying until you figure out your rhythm of how you're going to fish the bait and what colors seem to work for you. Because you can use white, John. Dan, you could use a red. Tommy, you could use a totally different color. I can have a totally different color. And one of us is going to smack them. It's just kind of the nature of using plastics. Yep, for sure. And
2: it is weird how confidence is such an important thing of fishing because it—I mean, the fish can't tell if you're confident or not. But it's all about the patience you put into it. When you feel like you're going to do well, you're willing to take the time to do more, and it just—it really does make a big difference.
0: But I think it's always the thought that you're not going to fail. You're not going to get skunked. That's that's always my thoughts. It's like. I, no, I'm, I'm going to catch fish. I'm going to figure out a way how to catch these fish. Mm-hmm. I can see them. I see them on the graph. I got to be able to catch them. There's got to be something that triggers them. So for
1: <clears throat> my uneducated mind, I could think of what I would say was probably the only time I would think is live baits would be the right choice would be like a dead stick or a rattle reel.
3: Yes and no. And the reason why I say that, is that we actually have baits that I have used on a dead stick and on a rattle rail, and I've outfished people with a live bait. Really? Um, now, that's not going to be an everyday occurrence, but when you use a soft plastic like what we do, it's got the natural look and vibration of a live bait. So, like, example, Dan was talking about the Benina minnow one, at one point in time earlier. That Benina minnow sitting still will naturally move in the water column. You don't have to move it. it because of the flexibility of the plastics that we use. It's a super soft plastic that gives you as close to lifelike as possible. And it take, took a long time to formulate it, but we've got it down now. And literally, you can set that bait still, and it will naturally move. Because people think when you're sitting on a lake that the water's not moving. That's an inaccurate statement. The water is always moving some way, some form. And that's what people don't realize.
2: When you say that your baits are proprietary, does that mean
3: secret? Or does that
2: mean... The formula. So
3: the liquid formula that we use for Freedom Baits is solely made for Freedom Baits. It's No gruntful. other manufacturer has it.
2: But what I mean is, like, is that a secret mm-hmm. thing? Okay, so... Cause yep. like our blanks are proprietary. Are our blanks secret, John?
0: Yeah. Because we use ground up leprechauns in them. Oh. <laughs> no wonder it's hard to get them. Yeah. You know, and it's, I'm sorry. It's that's what that's, that's been a joke for a long time. 12. That's <laughs> why really you're so funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but even in, in our, but even you in got our a face <laughs> for radio right now, <laughs> but even in our plastics are, we have sent inside the plastic. Now there's a lot of people that say that they sent their plastics and there's a lot of people that say that they sent their plastics and there's nothing there. There is an actual scent in our plastics, which is part of our liquid formula.
2: What about uh, the idea that people have of dipping the plastic in like JJ's magic or things like that?
3: I've done it. Um, I've tried it with, you know, our baits. I've tried it with other plastic baits. I've had hits and misses with it. Um You know, I've seen people take our baits and dip it into the glow that you can buy at like Sportsman's Warehouse and some of the other places, you know, it's a jar of glow and you can dip it in there and it it glows. Um, We make glow baits, but there's people that like taking different colors and putting glow to it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of different things that you can do with a plastic bait that you can't necessarily do with a live bait. And that's where a lot of the advantages come in with a plastic bait. When live bait. You buy a tub of worms, night crawlers, for example, when they're gone, you're done fishing. That's it. If you don't have anything else with you, you're done for that day. Plastic baits, there's a lot of them, and it's not just freedom baits. There's a lot of different brands that you can do this with. You can fish all day on one or two pieces of plastic. And a lot of it goes back to you having confidence in what you're doing.
2: For me, I'm I'm usually on the other end where I'm throwing bait away, my live bait. (laughs) I get to the end of the day and I'm like, what am I going to do with all these minnows? I <laughs> guess yeah. I'm dumping them out somewhere.
0: Well, and that's, I mean, live bait is, there's, it's so useful in certain situations, but I find myself more and more trying plastics first. And then if it's, or if it's like a jig a minnow bite in the summertime, sure, I'll use minnows. Right. But like a lot of walleye bites, I mean, the last couple of years, I, I've been dead sticking a slab wrap and then jigging with some kind of plastic or something else to entice things in you know i still you need to make a minnow head or something like that we're still like working a little, on a little ice minnow head that's got little tentacles all over
2: it so it looks like you what a great idea Jen! yeah did I you know. get that from episode 23 yeah. did you just look that up <laughs> no oh. what episode was it I don't, if it's 23 i will to go back and look it's be, be so funny yeah.
0: yeah i think it was okay really ran bad. man yeah. <laughs> i think but it was before that but me like
2: when i look up orders i don't even look up in the system i just go back there and The time I really don't want to have live bait when things could freeze. So like, pool four March, right? Mm -hmm. The ice is, it's it's people are trying to go out there and fish, and it's below freezing, and you don't want to fill your live well up because it's going to break stuff, and you got the freezing cold bucket of minnows. What what would be your freedom bait that you would use to do that? Episode nineteen, by the way. Oh man, you were pretty close. close. (laughs)
3: Um, basically the. I guess you could say one of the my goat personal go tos is the Benina Middle. That seems to be a great multi purpose all around bait. Um, I've caught walleye on it, I've caught bass on it, I've caught pikes on it, I've caught crappies. I've even caught sunfish on them. Um, I've caught a lot of dogfish for whatever reason on them as well. Um, but the Benina Middle just seems to be a great multi purpose bait. Same with the Hell, Hellcat. Um, is another great multi-purpose bait it's got a bunch of tentacles on it so there's a lot of movement going on a lot of flash um, the Benina middle is the one that looks the most natural um, now we really don't make a whole lot of natural looking colors I mean we've got black and we've got white that's pretty close to a natural looking color but for whatever reason it seems like stuff with glitter in it is becoming more and more the norm when it comes to plastics. It's not your solid color so much anymore. And I don't know if that's just the um, fishing industry going that way, or if it's the natural spectrum of the fish see that shimmer better in the water column. I'm not a scientist, so I don't know the reason behind it, but it seems that tends to be the trend now that we see more. If you look at the way sales are going on the website, we sell way more stuff with glitter than I do without. I mean, it's easily it three to one. It attracts more fishermen. Well, that yeah. too. Well, <laughs> I mean, there, there's
0: some of it. This is, you know, it. you're buying product that you think is cool. Right. Right? I mean, yep. it might. I have a hot pink bubblegum spinner bait from Northland that they made 20 years ago that I literally think is the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, I know it. It's probably the trash. I mean, it's, it's terrible. But... <laughs> It's a confidence bait for me.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, one of my confidence colors, if you look at our panfish line, is the blue with silver flake in it. For whatever reason, I can throw that bait anywhere. doesn't make a difference. I will catch fish on it. doesn't make a difference if it's the Apache, the Bonita, the Hellcat. It can be any one of the baits, whatever I have in my pocket at that point in time. If it's that blue, I know I'm going to catch fish. And it's, it goes back to that confidence. It, it, it's where you get that from. You have a big catch on a particular color. You now have the confidence in that bait. That is that is true. You have one epic day on
0: a plastic. It's like your go-to. You just burn it into your memory, and it's like, oh, I, I know I can catch fish on this.
1: See, I really want to try it. <clears throat> I want to try all plastics for my trip up to Red in December. I've never done that before. So you recommend the Bonita Minnow, huh?
3: Bonita Minnow, the Hellcat, and then um, I would take the Frogman, too. I think I'll do that. How, how are you going to hook them? I usually go through the head. Um, so when you look at the beanie and the minnow, obviously it looks just like a minnow. So I go through the head and then I bring it up through the top of the dorsal. So depending on what size hook you're using is going to depend where that hook is going to lie. Um, you know, if you're using the Hellcat, that one is a unique bait because you can actually pinch the tentacles off. If you're getting in a really, really tough bite, you can leave all the tentacles on. Some people will do that. Some people will actually pinch that bait in half and use just half of it. And it works. It, that's the other thing about plastics. You can modify it however you want. That, I mean, we have people that cut them in half, two different colors, take a lighter, heat it back up, and put them back together. Hmm. I mean, we see that all the time. But that's something you can do with plastics. You can't do that with live bait. Right. You cut them in on half, you're done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Hellcat is just that it's like where my nightmares are born. Just the shape of it creeps me out.
0: The, the destroyer, if you that's what I've caught so many crappies on you, you cut just the, the i don't know the front pill off and then yep. they don't they don't short strike as much sometimes you need the long but it with right. the beauty of plastic you can do whatever you can kind of be creative a little bit right um I think that's why that's the big attraction for plastics for me
3: well in the destroyer, you can actually wacky rig it like you would a, a Senko in the summertime you know you can hook it horizontal you don't have to go vertical with it.
2: I never thought about that. It'd be a great drop side bait yeah. like that. Yeah, the thing is, it's a cool one.
3: Or you look at the A-Bomb or A-Bomb Junior, those are basically designed to be fished horizontal. They're not a (coughs) vertical Mm -hmm. type of a jig. I used that one a lot last year, the A-Bomb. It's
2: perfect on a little teardrop tungsten. I use
0: a lot of Black Widows. They have a ball tungsten with a little longer shank, and they work really slick for plastics. The, the hooks the I mean, hook keeper on it yeah, yeah. it's just it just it works really well because some yeah. of the um like Bratner style jigs i don't even know Bratner's still around i might be dating myself but uh they used to the way the teardrop was it was so yeah. long it was really hard to hook bigger plastics on it so you'd end up with like a tenth of an inch of plastic hooked on first blue good nip the whole plastic off. off
3: yep
2: that's awesome Dan, dan's now shopping I'm, I'm, i am yeah. i've been i've been on the freedom Bates website this entire time this website looks amazing by the way
3: yeah it's um nicole stone and megan did a did a phenomenal job of of building the website to begin with and then they the, those two gals constantly update it and a huge shout out to them because mm-hmm. they've done an absolute bang up job with our website i have no complaints
0: well, it's it's the biggest thing that's formatted on phones. I don't know what your website results are, but ours, I think we're up in the 80% now of people ordering on phones. Yeah.
3: computers, Phones, phones Com- and tablets are yeah. number one and number two. And now it's like people order from a computer, like, whoa, whoa who ordered from a computer? A computer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you see it come through the social media sites as well, but being able to see what people are trying to use more so than, you know, what started out as everybody was ordering from uh, a tower computer, and then it moved to a laptop, and then it was the tablets. Rarely do you see an order come through from a computer anymore. It's ninety percent of them are through no, the phone. No, but
0: but you look at it, it's like the the phones are so big, and it, right. you know you can click there as we're I am looking at the Hellcats right now Line and it's like it's you can zoom in
3: on it and everything. Yep. So yeah, we
2: have uh, about three to one. Mobile to desktop.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's about where we're at too.
2: And mobile's up 10% this year, over last year. So what, what are we at? Like almost nothing for desktops? Oh, no. A lot of desktops though. Really? A lot of desktop. Desktop's number two. What's number three? Tablets now? Other. Which would be your tablets? No, tablets number four. Oh, Really? Yeah, oh. and Smart TV. We got one order from Smart TV. That's,
3: <laughs> I saw that come through the other day, too. I'm like, who, who could figure off that out? I can barely I'm get like, my uh, uh,
2: TV to turn
0: on most of the time because it's like my kid's got it set up to his uh, the PlayStation, and I just look at a blank screen. I'm like, what button do I have to hit? Or I'll just be like, oh, I'll just play Madden. It'll, it'll just, be, <laughs> just be as easy. I don't have to watch the football game. I can just play
2: it. It's pretty amazing that somebody was able to do that. I wonder if any
1: of them are like <clears throat>
2: like an Alexa order.
1: Alexa, that could be what the reorder me a pack of bonitas.
3: That could be. I wonder. That'd, I'm noticing that on that the Freedom Bates website
2: that <laughs> we got to get Tuned Up added on as one of the retailers. <laughs> so, what? T- tuned Up needs to be is one of, is not one of the retailers listed
0: on the Freedom oh, websites. So we got That's where I go to buy mine. On. It's like my personal stash of lures.
2: From the tuned-up store? From the tuned-up store. That's because you <laughs> live here. It takes you I no do, time to get there. I do not live here.
0: Actually, I spent more time here this week than I spent at home.
2: That's, yeah. You you spent a lot of time here.
3: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Ryan, what are your plans for ice this year? Um, I do know that the weekend after the St. Paul show, um, the pro staffers are coming up to Minnesota and we're, and we're doing a big event. Um, I'm not going to say where yet, just because we're going to be doing a lot of testing, a lot of photo stuff, um, Lake Nanya. <laughs> yeah. Um, doing that one. Um, it sounds like I might be going to Canada, um, chasing greenbacks. We'll see if that happens or not. It just kind of depends on what the season's like. Um, but most of my fishing is done around the Metro for the time, for the most part. Um, I've got some good friends that live out on Clearwater and Annandale. Um, so I get to go out there and test colors and test baits and sit in a wheelhouse. It's kind of sweet. (laughs) I've never been in Clearwater. It's always kind of scared me because of the, the different. It's a river. I mean, it's basically a river. Um, our dad lives
2: in Annadale. Okay. Or Clearwater, I guess it is, but close to there.
3: Yeah. I mean, Clearwater is an interesting lake just because of the fact that you've got some really deep holes and then all of a sudden you can be standing in two feet of water. Um, you know, it it's a challenging lake. Um, I've fished the lake for probably close to 40 years, so I know the lake very well. Um, but when you have friends that live on the lake and they have a wheelhouse, it makes it really nice just to walk out their back door and walk into the wheelhouse and sit down and have that, a pizza and a beer.
2: <laughs> that fish. is nice. That's a nice you way know, to do
3: it.
0: It's sometimes that's more enjoyable than I realize. Now, <laughs> I'm starting to feel the where I don't need to push myself all the time to do everything.
3: Yeah, my days of punching 200, 300 holes in a day just to chase fish, those are way behind me now. It, I just want to sit down relax, relax, be able to have a conversation, not worry about punching 200 holes just to catch 10 fish. Yeah. John, you should get a tuned-up wheelhouse.
2: And, or a freedom baits wheelhouse. An Iceman wheelhouse. You know,
0: you know my ADD would kick in, and I'd be moving that thing constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you just true. said... That you want to relax i absolutely you just, you just said that 100%,
0: i want to relax the the realization of relaxing is a very different thing
1: see i remember two episodes ago he gave me all kinds of crap for wanting to sleeper
0: houses and oh that's I, that's not the way i fish no it I, isn't i can't do it i've tried <laughs> to sit in a spot it's just like i get twitchy yeah it's enjoyable
3: I I still do. I mean, I still want to get up and move and punch holes and stuff like that. But it's gotten to the point where I just don't feel like I need to do that anymore. You know, because I might only have a couple hours to go out and fish. So I'm just going to go to a spot I know I'm successful. I'm going to sit down, put up a hub or flip over a shack. Or if I'm in a wheelhouse, that's what I'm going to (laughs) roll. I'm not tournament fishing anymore, so I don't need to be doing that stuff.
0: I feel like it's a tournament all, all the time but it, i think it's different if i just go out with my kid or if i go out with a buddy like when chris and i go fishing that is balls of the walls out well that's like, a competition basically. yeah the last Between time the you, last yeah. time we did it we walked seven and a half miles and burned up two forty volt batteries on the first lake and then realized that my truck was stuck <laughs> that doesn't sound like as much fun
1: that's also, that sounds like misery to me
0: it was awesome <laughs> Luckily, we narrowly missed the the spring that was in the center of the lake by like eight feet. Otherwise, we were both going in.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. No thanks. Been there,
0: done that. No, it's something to be said for. Float suits have made a big difference. Saved my life twice.
3: Yep.
2: (laughs) Yeah. we, We want your life to be saved. Yeah. I don't want to try a third time. No, no. You should have learned your lesson. I should have learned my lesson the weekend before I fell in. That's all right. Well, Ryan, we really appreciate you being here tonight and this uh, giveaway is going to be awesome. This is going to be an epic giveaway
0: guys. Um super stoked for that's a, that's a dream box right there. It's a lot
2: of good stuff. And the, and the fusion springs, not too shabby either.
0: Yeah. I got to play with that all the last two years and I'm very, very happy with that result. Um, we finally kind of found a spring that would work for what our needs were. Um, and being really integrated into the rod versus, you know, something that slides in and out or is easily broken. It takes a lot of abuse.
1: Well, make sure you take <clears throat> pictures of your gift
2: pack and post them on our site once uh, whoever the lucky winner is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we want to see people in use for sure. All right. Well, thank you again for being here, Ryan. John? Thanks, Dan. Tom? Hey, thanks, guys. Ryan. Tom? Thanks, fellas. Yeah, it's, by the time this posts, people should be on the ice. I hope so. If if it's not, it's going to be some angry people. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a great night.